and I'll stick my dick in it. It's been a long time, folks, but welcome back to Going Deep. Uh, I'm here with my co-hosts, The Doc and Andrew Shutler. Whoa, did you say co-hosts, plural? Whoa, 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 John. I think you might have got too excited with all that Thanksgiving turkey. Has, Andrew hasn't been promoted yet. I, I remember last pod, I was demoted to the peanut gallery. That's correct, and rightfully so. And Martin, we miss you. We, we, we hope you come back soon, because honestly, I'll take any Englishman over this one. I'll say, sometimes a man's got to be a peanut. I was happy to come back into the hot seat today. I, I was a little bit miffed that I was paffed off into the sofa last time, but... I, I got my two cents in, so I'm happy. I think it's just because we're expanding our studios. We're in a really... we're. If you've ever seen the movie Harry Potter, we are literally in a little room under a bunch of stairs, and sometimes we can't fit everybody. It's pretty amazing that Sound Guy Keith lives here, honestly. I mean, what a small space. He's got all the, the recording equipment surrounding him. You know, what a chap. And I can't believe he rejected that letter to Hogwarts. But anyway... um. He makes his magic on this podcast, John. <laughs> Moving forward, um, we are in the teeth of this league. We are in the final hunt, the, the last two weeks. Yeah, the business end is right here. Um, and it's getting tight, folks. Uh, there's about there's seven teams alive. There's eight teams alive, and it's it's getting it's getting tight. Yeah, should we just recap what's happening in the league real quick, just so all the viewers can. Can, 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 you can't even see that, John? I can't see the screen. Sound guy, Keith, today. can you do something about that? Maybe the brightness there on that? Is. Maybe I don't know what's going on here. Uh, so, yeah. So, we got a couple teams. Obviously, Red Rum, helmed by Niku, is going to make the playoffs. Yeah, they're looking pretty good, huh? Eight and three record. Uh, he's scoring a lot of points. I think he's he's... going he's gonna to make the playoffs. Yeah. Like, in le- barring a catastrophic catastrophic failure. I don't even think it's mathematically possible, honestly. He would have to score 50 points two games in a row, and other people would have to win two games. Yeah. And score. No one's one's guaranteed their place in the playoffs yet. Mathematically, but realistically, Nico is guaranteed. Um, Next we have the Peeping Tomlinsons, uh, led by Andrew, which... That spot could change, but you're you're happy with eight wins. Yeah. You need. I'd say one more win this week, and you're in. I've had a couple of good um, points totals in the past couple yeah. of weeks as well, so it's made made them a bit. It's closer. brought your points total back up yeah. into where you probably won't get booted out. Yeah. Um, at the end of the season. Yeah, Andrew. I think is that the fourth highest points total. Uh, I think I am four or five. Yeah. But there is between the fourth and the sixth. There is. A five-point difference. So there's a touchdown difference between fourth and sixth. Um, third place, we have Ian with the most points, but he only has seven wins. Um, and he's got a tough matchup this week against Rutrow, whose players went off on Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah, I mean, losing to Rutrow would be a, a, 
a real shame, a real, a real you know, blow yeah. to the uh, the system. But, but I, I think he's in there with points because his point total is so I, high. I feel like a lot of Ian's points came in the first half of the season. Uh, his team has gotten weaker. It's, it yeah, has got gotten weaker. weaker. Yeah, yeah, he's not like at the start of the season. He was consistently putting up 140 points. Ridley was going off. This Ridley yeah. got Ridley yeah, got yeah, yeah. hurt a little Ridley, bit. Um, he lost a couple a running back maybe. Um, Herbert hasn't been putting up the points. He lost that Yeah. Um, but he's he hasn't maybe he he did okay last week though. Uh, the doc is in fourth place. That's right. With a good point total, and he's a, a win this week might secure a playoff berth. Yeah, I, I, unfortunately, I'm playing uh, Nico, but I am third in points. You do four, have, yeah. second in points against. But and you do have a two tough weeks to get. To the playoffs. I got Dale coming up next week, too. Which is, both is games are kind of must-win. Well, they're both must-win. <laughs> but are we saying Dale is a tough matchup now? No, but we're saying that it's a must-win. Uh, Given the fact that, in fifth place, the name was spoken with seven wins is Dale Manning. So, I mean, if he wins, he wins, you know? Yeah. Like I definitely don't want to lose to Dale. Yeah. So, But that goes without saying. And if he wins, he, he wins. He does not have a point total that is... Impressive. Mm. It's, a, um, it's, a, it's embarrassing, actually. He's won some, so, some games. Yeah, but not good games. But we'll see. We'll see. Because if he keeps winning, he's in. So that's he, all he has to do. He's scrapping though. I yeah, like he's, it. he's scrapping. Well, he's he's winning games. He's um at the start. I would have thought his roster was like one of the weakest, but he's managed to like wheel and deal oh. himself into like. Stefan uh, Diggs has saved his team. Well, and yeah. and the AJ Brown trade. Yeah. Um, that's really helped him. Wait, so you traded AJ for what? For probably a bag of balls. Uh, Mike. It obviously wasn't enough. <laughs> it, it was it was with Mike Ruiz, and it was for. I can't remember. It wasn't a good. I think it was maybe Jarek McKinnon. Oh, Raheem Mostert. Mostert. Raheem yeah. Mostert. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mostert. yeah. And, and another player. And yeah. another player. Yeah. So a bag of balls. He got yeah. them too, and they've kept his team like alive. Whereas he, his team should be dead. Fair enough. Uh, then we have Bagoa in I'm, sixth place. And I like Bagoa's team. His team yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. He's he, unfortunate because he has the highest points scored against him. He's conceded yeah. a lot of points. Then my team, seventh place. Not uh, not not happy about a, that. A good points total. But um, it is, it's going to come down to, can I win a couple games here at the last at yeah, the stretch? I need yeah. to get a couple wins. Yeah, you, you need the wins. I need wins. Your, your points aren't good enough to... Well, your points are good, but they can, that's not going to save you. You need to get a couple more W's in that win. If I get a, if I get a couple W's, I'm in. If I, there's any number of permutations between a lot of teams. But there's nothing guaranteed right now. Who, who do you play in the next two weeks, John? I have Jake this week and then Cool Guy Shorts next week. Okay, so in on paper... That's not bad. But if you look at what Brian and the commission have been scoring been points. Recently, they've been scoring they've been points. They've putting up yeah. buck 40s. At the start of the season, if you looked at the end of the season thinking, oh, I've got Jake. I've got Kamish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's, an, that's a win. I don't think but, Jake's team has ever been that bad. Uh, it's just been... At, no, come on. At the start of the season, the first five games were terrible. First, first week he scored buck 35. Okay. After that. I think it was just that he... I'm I'm not sure what happened, but like his team was never that bad. He just lost a couple close games. Tra- trading Devontae Adams for Deshaun Watson. That was bad. That was... I mean, Deshaun Watson's playing much better now, but for that first half of the yeah. season, it was looking like and the now, Texans were like a you know yeah. two win team. It took a couple of weeks for Deshaun Watson 
once he was on uh, the Mindel Pengi team to like really heat up. And Watson's hot, Kelsey's hot. Yeah. Jackson but just ain't doing Jackson's anything. Jackson's out now because yeah. he's got coronavirus. Yeah. and uh, He's obviously got Metcalf who's just been killing it all season. And he has Johnson who could also be out because the game's canceled. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be... It, it, I, I got to get a couple wins, but there is from second place to seventh place, anything happens to him. Yeah. That's true. Um, and actually from... Theoretically from second to eighth with cool guy shorts because he is... Excuse me, folks. Five and six... And he he's still in the hunt. He's yeah. not out. He's still um, in the hunt. He he beat me last week. Honestly, he he beat yeah. me bad. He he almost scored 150 points. Yeah, I think that might have been his best week of the year. Mm. But he's still in the hunt. Like because if he wins two games, and uh, he could sneak in somewhere. Yes, his points are Based higher on points, than Dale. If he scores high in the next two. Yes, yeah. but his points are more than Dale's right now. So like he he has a, he's already has higher point totals than one person. Who's in the playoffs? So, th- like, he could sneak in somewhere. Basically, yeah. If I lose both my games and he wins both his, he needs to score a hundred more points than me in two weeks. In, yeah. in but the, not Dale. Dale. If Dale loses both and he wins both, then he would go in front of Dale. Most in likely. the last game of the season, I might rest a few of my players just so they're like healthy for the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, oh, that Nixon and Thielen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, why yeah. they're on your uh, IR. That's yeah, why they're exactly. in yeah, COVID yeah, 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 yeah. and. Really, nobody else is challenging, but it is good to see the commissioner has gotten out of the doldrums. He's in ninth place now. What I would like to say, and it's been brought up on the uh, cacao chat, um, just to keep the lower echelons of the league involved, yes. um, it's been brought up that possibly like the lower half tournament, the winner of that tournament, should get the first pick of the draft. Well, no, choose. choose Yeah, choose. Yeah, choose. What do we think about that? In theory, I'm fine with it, although I I do believe that Sound Guy Keith would not be happy because he was the winner last year of the uh, the toilet bowl. Uh Um, However, Sound Guy Keith, with with the help of his beautiful partner, Hyun, uh, did manage to pick the pick that he wanted anyway in that famous draft video. uh, Fourth position was predicted by the doc. And then his beautiful partner retrieved it from the box um, in, 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 in true style. So, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, whatever. I don't really care, honestly. If they want the first pick or the fourth pick, whatever they well, want. Well, I think it's a very good idea to keep everyone. I mean, we have a great group. We have a good league. Everyone's still fighting. Everyone's still playing. But I think it gives an added incentive to like the people that aren't in the playoffs. Yeah, I think I, uh, it does yeah. add some more incentive because yeah. like who really cares about the toilet bowl unless yeah. there's some meaning to it. Exactly. Yeah. I like making it just wherever you finish. That's where you draft. I I, I just kind of think it's simple. It's easy, but I do like the picking as well. Yeah. The picking of where you draft, but in some ways. It's like okay, if I if I you know you could tank, I guess, and but this isn't dynasty, so the, it doesn't really work that well. The, no, the, uh, really, well, what I understand is that the winner of the toilet bowl would would be the only person That's that it, can yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. only yeah. one person. Uh, apart else, yeah. apart from that, that, everyone picks. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. Sure. Uh. But I mean, that is giving incentive to like the worst team. No, no, because you have to win the tournament. Oh, you have to win the tournament. There's a tournament right, of the right. losers. Yeah, so I guess that would... It keeps people, like, trying... Yeah, playing, yeah. yeah. Making moves on the waiver wire. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I, don't, I don't mind. It doesn't, yeah. like, doesn't matter um, to... But we, we, we'll get on to that another time. Um, 
right. So, and I think that's enough for the, yeah. the league roundup. People know where they are. Just for you guys out there and listening, let everyone to uh, you know keep you abreast of the situation, so you know how good my team's doing. And how bad Senor Wilson's team is doing. Well, he could be coming up. We don't know. Nah. Apart from last week where he destroyed me. But anyway, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah. No one wants to hear that, honestly. Uh, there's more important news coming into their studio. And beep, that beep, is... Beep, 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 beep. Indeed. Thank you for that, Andrew. And the Morse code machine or whatever the hell that was. Um, yeah, Might have, have been why he was in the peanut gallery last week. Yeah, right. More of that, please, Andrew. We don't have to do with you uh, next week. Um, yeah, so breaking news, the uh, the Steelers have sabotaged the Ravens' camp. They have infiltrated the Ravens, and they have infected Lamar Jackson with corona so that they don't need to play him this week, and, and, and they can avoid a humiliating defeat at the hand of the, uh, the Baltimore Ravens. And how? Well, um, they, they've obviously paid a staff member of the Ravens' coaching team who has now been disciplined according to social media. Um, he, he was paid off, he brought in Corona, and he breathed on Lamar Jackson several times. This reminds me of the collusion that happened today between Dale Manning and the commissioner. Dale dropping a perfectly fine starting quarterback just for Jake to go scoop him up later. Who was that quarterback, though? Some guy nobody knows. Doesn't sound like a starter to me. Well, he's somebody who's going to throw a football. And that's too much. But this Lamar Jackson thing, I'm not really sure what's going to happen, but they've lost their mojo. 100% they lost it. They lost who they were. Jackson's kind of been a bit... He's acting a bit strange. Like, the things he says to the media are strange. Well, what's he saying? Uh, Like, going on to the Rich Eisen show and saying... They know our plays. They know all our plays before we even run it. So maybe we need to do something else. That's not really something that a leader, a franchise, yeah, a franchise quarterback says. Or um, they wanted it more than us. Mm -hmm. That's if that even if that is the feeling, you shouldn't tell the whole world. And I don't think I don't think he's I don't think he's doing it in a way that's he's like at odds with the franchise. But I think that he's he's like just being bit too honest. Is it showing a bit of dissent towards Harbaugh? I don't think so. I think he's just being too honest. I think he's just being too like... Because he, he's kind of like a soft-spoken kind of guy, it seems like. So I just think he's being a bit too forward with what he's saying instead yeah. of just giving like the yeah. co- company line. I agree. Unquote. you got to remember, how old is Lamar Jackson? Maybe 24. Yeah. I think he's maybe even 23. Yeah. yeah. He is super young. Yeah. And for him to, you know, he won the MVP last year, that's going to have an effect. Mm-hmm. You know, not always a good effect. Um, I, I, I love Lamar Jackson as a talent. He's not been throwing the ball this, this year particularly well. Um, and I think as he grows up, as he gets older, he gets more experience, he'll become a better leader. But I don't think he's the leader of that team yet. Yeah. I, don't, I think Ingram was the leader last year. And well, Ingram and is not hurt. this year. He's, not he's got well. corona. But yeah. that's what I was going to say. So... Lamar Jackson's gone from Heisman to like backup quarterback. Did, did very well at the end of the season when he came in. Yeah. Then MVP. His whole like life has been love, love. You're the best, you're the best, you're the best. Now he's coming under a lot of scrutiny and a lot time. of pressure for the first time. Yes. And it's a real big like, 
how do you deal with it? Right. How are you going to deal with it? And so far, he hasn't dealt with it well. Yeah, and that you see that in the in the game time situation, whether or not winning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it seems like he 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 uh, pushes too hard when they're mm. when they're down. And last year, everything was came Smooth. so easy yeah. for the Ravens. Well, this is the thing that I kind of stress is it's kind of important to look at the teams that lose when you look ahead. So, a couple of years ago, the Rams lost that Super Bowl. And the next year they're horrible. Yeah. Um, this uh, this year we got uh, the the Ravens struggling. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs with this last batch of COVID. Well, and um, the 49ers. But and obviously the 49ers. They've, had, they've had a lot of but it's kind of those are two different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Ravens are more when you are so good. They were so good last year, and then you get beat. But very flashy. They were like too flashy. Like with with. Ingram and Jackson, like still, they big were, trust, but 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 like, but they, were, they were unstoppable. They were and kinda, they were tough too. That was fourteen tough and two. Yeah, they were a tough Andrew. team. They but tough. but they got undone. Yeah, I know it. But it that's and, the, when, and when you get undone like that, like the Titans yeah. destroyed them in yeah. that in that playoff There's a game. psychological yes. factor, the, and it holds over to the next season because yeah. there's no chance of redemption for. Months. Months. Yeah. yeah, And like you stew and you stew and you stew and then you question a lot of things that happen. You question some plays. You question Mm. question some comments. And then if you don't sort of work it out sharp, um, and it was hard with the coronavirus to do that. Yeah, of course. That's the that might have been the thing. Yeah. That it's it's a bit of a hangover. It's a hangover year. The one thing I will say about the Ravens though. They came into the year looking great. Yeah. When they destroyed the Browns, they looked like they were way yeah, more prepared yeah. for, for the season compared to the Browns. The Browns are looking good and now. And they beat, uh, I think they beat somebody else. Well, they started 6-2, uh, I think. Yeah, and right. they beat they beat the first two teams like 38-3. to three Yeah, it was looking great. 10. Now, I don't want to just blame it on injuries, but the, the offensive and defensive lines have had players go down. Yeah. Obviously, Yanda retired between these two seasons. Yeah. He's a... He's going to be a Hall of Fame uh, offensive lineman right there, Yonda. Um, so not to make excuses, but the, what I've seen since the bye week, yes, Clay Campbell went down, but the team just hasn't been playing as well as they were before the bye week, mm. and that's extremely worrying. Usually you take the bye week and then you and you, you come know, back. You, you make yeah. it, you make your team better. Yeah. It seems like the Dolph- the uh, the Ravens have actually taken a step back since the bye week. And uh, that's very worrying for me as, as a Ravens fan. Before the bye week, was it Humphreys? Was he injured or did he, he go down with COVID. COVID? Yeah, COVID. Okay, so this is another thing. Like with How are, they, how with, are so many of their players with, getting COVID? But with, with Cam Newton as well. So Cam Newton got COVID, came back after two weeks, and then he just did not look the same after that. Now he's looking a bit better. I think it just interrupts your momentum. Yeah. Like, football yeah. is a, a short season, and you need to kind of build up as you progress throughout the season. Yeah. And I think just to have that two-week break in the middle, it, it's tough to come but back. also physically. I think uh, physically, yeah. if you're you can't like... can that well, right? If an sick. athlete at the top of your game, and you have this horrible virus, you you might test negative, but you're still not going to be 100%. And it's yeah. also, I mean, where is your head at if you get it? Mm. I know sometimes you can get it by accident. But you are most likely, if you got it, you're putting yourself in some more risky situation. Especially if you've got families, you're like... And especially if you're rich. Yeah. This is something that a lot of these guys are rich. They're kind of taken care of. 
they should be if you're really focused on winning it's going to be a bit of a boring season. Yes. But you have, like, that's like Aaron to win the, yeah, to win the, to win the Super Bowl this year, it's going to come down to the most boring, routine teams that people don't get coronavirus. Yes. Because, like, right now, the Ravens' shot to win the Super Bowl is almost, is, done. is up. It's done. Um, They've been lucky if they make it. But that's sad because they are, I think they are a good team, but they have been a bit soft of late. And they were like they just been soft, like not backing up the head coach, not maybe there is something with Harbaugh. I don't know. Maybe they don't like Harbaugh. I don't know. I I, I think okay. I really do respect Harbaugh, but I do question sometimes when the Ravens do get behind. Harbaugh just says throw it, yeah. and I, I think they get away from their identity as a team yeah. when they go down even by ten points. That's the magic number, right, with the Ravens. Yep. And I think they should just stick to their game plan. If they're down by ten, they can't just win. keep just keep running though. Like yeah. that's what you're best at. Don't make Lamar do it all. Yeah, stick to what you're great at. If you're at. down by ten points, you can still run the ball. Exactly. Unless There's it's no like not two to. minutes left, yeah. you can always run the ball. But yeah, when they're down by ten, they're done. Like they can't. They so far have not won. Exactly. It seems to be once you can beat the Ravens by ten points. They came back against the Colts, but that was only by three. The, was it by three? I forget exactly what happened. I think the defense scored yeah, whilst they were seven, seven points down. Anyway, whatever. But it wasn't like when they're down by 10, a flat 10, they don't come back. Which is like, just run the rock. Run it. Smash mouth it. Take some time off the clock. Give your defense a rest. And let's, you know, let's let's get it. smash a touchdown in. Down by a field goal. You got the best field goal kicker in the league. The one thing, though, John, that I will say about the Ravens for the 2020 season is that their remaining schedule is looking pretty good after this week. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen with this Steelers game. Are they going to play it on Sunday, on Tuesday? Are they going to wait? Are they going to create a Ravens-Steelers week in Week 18? Who knows what's going to happen? But apart from that game, I think they play the Bengals. They play the Browns, who are actually looking pretty good. They play the Giants. And then they and then they play like one other like uh, meme team, a joke team. I forgot who they are. Maybe the Jets. It might be the Jets. But I think they played the Jets already. They, they could have... Ah, I don't think... Well, anyway, whatever. But the, what, my main point is that the Steelers is the only really hard game that they've got left. There's still a chance for the Ravens to finish 10-6, and six, and that could get them, limp them, into the playoffs. The Jaguars and the Bengals. The Jags, that's right. Now, and you just mentioned, uh, you know, teams and COVID and how they've, you know, uh, done well tackling it, but... That Giants team, sir, I can't let you off the hook. When when Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley got busted in the club, maskless, you know, partying the night away in Philadelphia after that win. You have to remember something. These gentlemen are young men. Young men will make mistakes. Young boys. And young men will make mistakes, and I will always forgive them as long as they're a part of the New York Giants organization. Any other 31 teams can fuck off. Also, they knew that that club was a COVID-free space. Yeah. Did they really, though? I mean, yeah. Philadelphia, that's a dirty city. But this particular club had been cleansed. Had it really? Yeah, apparently It had been so. cleansed, and then they dirtied it up. Yeah. And also, Saquon and Daniel Jones, athletes of that caliber do not contract COVID. Well, they're just gods amongst men. Exactly. Fair point. And that, that sort of breaks us into a nice little mini segue here, John. Let's talk about that NFC West real quick. The NFC East. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, 
who's your favorite for winning it? Obviously, the Giants. Giants. Yeah, Giants are my favorite, just based on the fact that I mean the Cowboys. We can say are trash. They're, I they're, they. I don't know what they do well. They spent more money than everybody else. I don't know if they're going to even re-sign Dak, but that's a topic for another day. Yeah, but for this year, 2020. For this year, I mean, the Eagles are in the front now, but they have one of the hardest schedules remaining, as do the Redskins. Yeah. Oh, sorry, the Washington football club. Yeah, yeah the, football, the football team. Sorry, they, their name is the football team. The one um, thing I'll say about the Washington football team is they do actually look pretty decent at times. Their defensive front is good. Defensive very good. good. Terry McLaurin. I mean, I know he's McLaurin, on my team, but he is, he's fun to watch. McLaurin and Gibson are good. Um, uh, okay. Let's just calm down a little bit. Yeah. We, we watched them play the Cowboys and smash today. the Cowboys. And smash yeah. the Cowboys. I think this is all in our mind that they're like a really good offensive yeah, football team. I'm not sure. They played the Cowboys. No, but this let's isn't relax. just based. That's not just based on today, sir. Terry McLaurin is wide receiver nine. No, yeah, T- Terry McLaurin is a great player, and he's done very well. But let's not like expand that to saying the Washington, Washington football, football team <laughs> yes. is a great offense I'd because they're point. not. I take your point, and honestly, if we Alex look- Smith, it's amazing what he's done to come back. Yeah, that that guy doesn't throw the ball more than fifteen yards. Yeah, yeah, he it, can't. It's check down two yards every time. Yeah, it's check down, check down, check, and honestly, it's affected McLaurin mm. in terms of like McLaurin. He he's great because he can do it all. He's got the route running. He's got the speed. He's got it all. He's yeah. got the defensive tackling when you throw out an interception. But McLaurin can be a, an amazing downfield threat, and he just isn't that this year because Alex Smith cannot throw the ball. Yeah. This is why I'll say the Giants. If you look at the games they have played, they lost a couple close games against good football. Not against just a the, couple. A lot like of close games. Four or games. five yeah. real close games. Steelers. Rams, um, they lost a close one against the Cowboys when Dak was still playing. They lost a uh, close one against the Eagles. That should have been a win if Ingram catches the ball. It they've they've played hot, like they've never really gotten the doors blown off them. I'm gonna say this: if Daniel Jones took care of the football more, yeah, the they, Giants, they win, the yeah. Giants would be by yeah. far. But way out in far. But he's been doing that lately, so let's hope he keeps it up. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like if Saquon was playing, I think they he salts away one of those wins. Yeah, yeah. Like one hundred percent. At least one win he salts away. Yeah. yeah. Just based on running the football. Yeah. And it's, I'm hopeful for the future, but it does seem like we've been building for a while. So we gotta start. (laughs) Let's start reaping these rewards. Let's win it this year. Let's win the NFC East this year, and then we go into next year, and, just and we see fucking what happens, yeah. smack all the other teams down. I would love to see that. Just before we take our commercial break, ladies and gentlemen, John, I want to ask you about Saquon Barkley. What's going to happen next year? Where do you think he's going to be taken in drafts, fantasy drafts, next year? Probably the second round. I mean, like, based on the running back situation this year, which we just pulled up, if you look in the top five running backs... It was, number one was Dalvin Cook. Number two was Alvin Kamara. Number three was... Was it not Robinson? Or it was he four, maybe? Antonio Gibson, but he had played an extra week. Antonio right. Gibson, really count. James Robinson. And then it was James Robinson who... Derrick Henry, maybe he's up there. And Derrick Henry. And, and no, Ezekiel, Derrick, yeah, and Derrick Ezekiel, Henry. Uh, Derrick Henry. And then Ezekiel Elliott. And, no, it was Josh Jacobs. Oh, and Josh then Jacobs, Ezekiel yeah. Elliott. Yeah. So, like, if looking at that, 
Okay, looking at that, knowing that McCaffrey's coming back next year, knowing that Barkley's coming back next year, somebody's going to take either a late first round, early second round flyer on Barkley, for sure. For sure. I mean, really? I'd take him earlier. I Late first round, I think, is... I'd take him to half of the first round. Really? So you take him at five? He's a generational player. I agree, but... Have you seen the, what he's done the last two years? Giants have... The team is improving, which could be... Take a little bit of the burden off him, which could mean a bigger season. I don't know. For don't me, know. Bar- Barkley has the uh, the whiff of Dalvin Cook from last year. Yeah. Uh, a guy who... People know he's great, but they're put off by the injuries. Yeah, maybe a little scared. And then he does well, but then he gets hurt a little bit, like... I love Saquon Barkley. Everyone knows that he was my number one rated running back this yeah. year. To see him get hurt, it honestly hurt me on a spiritual level. But you do know that he's doing his recovery right. Yeah. Like, for sure. That's I'm, the one thing that I'm confident yeah. in. I'm confident of that. But the one thing that I think Barkley maybe needs to do differently... Change team? No. I, I, I'm fine with him playing for the Giants. That kid's a fighter, and I love it. But maybe take a page out of Kamara's book yeah, and just take one less yard and avoid. Crime. And I think that's what they're probably going to be preaching. I, I don't know that there. It uh, seems no, like... no, his injury this season was not him fighting for the extra yard. Pretty fluky. It was fluky. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, I, and saying, that can happen to anyone. It can. Yeah. You know, same with Dak Prescott, and we had this argument a few yeah. weeks ago. I, I just think there's a way to play smart. Yeah. And when you're the franchise guy, you should be playing smart. That's what Kamara does. I think Giants get Galladay in the offseason, give him money, but, pay him, and we and they got a team. Then that takes off a huge burden from... Because right now Slayton is the guy, right? Slayton is the bit, And he's a good player. But he is not like a true number one. No. You get... Pay Galladay. Bring him in. That takes off... That takes the whole top off the defense. They can't stack the box. Suddenly, Barkley is seeing some open lanes. Yeah. Well, I I wanted to disagree with you there, Doc, because what the Saints do so well with Kamara, which the Giants have never done with Barkley, is that they get Kamara out in space. Yes. With blockers in front of him, and he can see the field and kind of go in front and move. But... Barkley, they just run him out the middle, middle, run him out the edge. But there's been so many times, even with Eli, like two years ago when I had Barkley, I was like, okay, just dump it off to him in space. And they would never do it. Breeze and the Saints, they know how to do that with Kamara. But the Giants have never done that with with Barkley. Right, and I hope that they do adjust to that. Like, How often do the Saints run Kamara up the middle. Never. Exactly. It just, just doesn't happen. Exactly. So That's why they have Latavius Murray. Exactly. So you can't compare the two because they've got Kamara for what Kamara is greater. Yes. But with the Giants, they're just using Barkley for everything. And that's why I agree they do need to use Barkley smarter. Yes. I, I was talking more about if you look at when Kamara has the ball, though, even regarding, uh, regardless of how the teams use them. Kamara will take a yard or two less and just go out of bounds. But Barkley is always trying to, you know, escape from tackles, even yeah. on the sideline. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just think that he could be smarter with his body. Yeah. This and that's why I think he needs to learn. This is going to change with Galladay. When Galladay comes to the team, it's, it's going to change. We can talk about he's, Galladay. He is an unrestricted free agent. 
He's going to the Packers. I don't know about that. A divisional interdivisional trade is 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 always tough. Well, he's not. He does. He's a free agent. So it, so he can go anywhere. He can he go wants. anywhere he wants. I wow. do think he's going to the Giants. Like I really think that they're gonna make a hard push to get him. I would um, love to see that honestly. But I yeah, I just think the Giants are like I, I wasn't big on Judge going into the season because I wasn't really sure about him, but he's kind of winning me over because he's not really taking shit. Like, in the beginning of the season, he deferred to a lot of people. He deferred to Jason Garrett about that O-line coach. And then you hear, like, two weeks ago, they're getting into a brawl. Right. And he fires him, and right. he brings in his guy. He's given people chances, and if they fail it, he's right away chopping it off. Like, we chop it off, we bring my guy in. I think they're playing hard for him, the, the team is, based on the fact that Golden Tate got into that fight, got ejected, messed up the Rams game uh, with Jalen Ramsey. Nobody else on the Giants team came out to Golden Tate's defense. Golden Tate had to go out and apologize. Yeah, right. Usually, if a team is in turmoil, other players would be like, he did what he had to do. Yeah, But nobody said that. They were like, Golden Tate, that was really irresponsible. And then Golden Tate came out and was like, yeah, I, I messed up. Sure. That's kind of where I see if they're with the coach or with the, with the players. Yeah. Yeah, the Giants are looking good, honestly. I, I like their chances. They they definitely could make the playoffs. Yeah, we're going to see. And, and you know, without Barkley, that would be an amazing achievement. Oh, it would be great. Um, but, okay, stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we will be back very shortly. Not really sure how the Cowboys became America's team. What is a Cowboy, anyway? Man that rides upon a horse, surveying the landscape. Not really something we're all can relate to. So next year we have the new NFL expansion team, the Oklahoma City Apple Pies. What's more American than an apple pie? The apple pies will be all over the country, throwing pie in your face and rushing right up the gut. And I'll stick my dick in it. That was Jason Biggs, folks. A couple of weeks ago, I was a gay Eskimo woman. Now, I'm a straight white man. Thanks, Ben. Big Ben's prayer group. Big Ben, bringing Jesus Christ to your life. And bringing conversion to others. Um, we get paid to say that. I just want to say, my co-hosts and me, we don't really support that sort of stuff. Like, you know, the power of the Lord. No, I don't agree with that at all. But I just got, was that an American Pie reference there in the first spot that we had? We had something about American Pie. We had something. There's Jesus a, Christ, there's a bit of a fight in the peanut gallery. That, like, there is a bottle of whiskey that's being passed around and... Not everybody's happy they're not getting their taste. Okay, and now we're going to talk about the most impressive rookies of the 2020 NFL season. Yeah, as long as John just gets a little taste of that whiskey, I think we can continue this topic. Is that yes. all right? That, yep, that's fine. That's fine. All right, well then let's move on. And uh, Andrew, tell me about these uh, rookie quarterbacks. What have you well, thought so far of the rookie quarterback class of 2020? Well, I think if we're going to talk about the quarterbacks, we've got three that are going to be... Up for discussion, we've got Justin Herbert, 
Joe Burrow, and Tua Tagovailoa. Yes, and well pronounced, sir. You've obviously been practicing in the uh, the green well, room. Well, he's on my team, so I have to I have to do that. You've yeah. been learning his name. I've been learning. I've what been have learning. you thought of Tua so far? Let's talk about him first, because he uh, he's only started playing recently. What do, what have you seen from Tua that you like? What you, what do you not like? Yeah, it's a it's a small um, sample size. Sample size. Uh, obviously, last week he got replaced by Ryan Fitzpatrick. I wouldn't look too much into that because Brian Flores, obviously, he was trying to win. Um, overall, for three games, I think he's he has a lot of promise in, in, in the NFL. For sure. Yeah. Um, he shows poise. Um, he doesn't get flustered much. Yeah, he seems like a pretty cool cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's good at uh, dealing with pressure. Honestly, he, he, he seems to, even if there's a rush on, he seems to be able to escape and then, you know, still make a throw downfield, and that's great, honestly, yeah. to, to see him do that. Um, the only thing is, for this year, it seems like he's still not 100% won the starting position. Yeah, and, and I don't think um, the Dolphins have really tried to do too much with him. They've, they've eased him in yes. and they've said, okay, you're our, let's see what you are for the future. Yes. Let's see if you're our guy, we're going to stick with you. If you don't do well, then we're going to draft another quarterback. Right. And, and the fact that they've done so well as a team with that, you know, what is it? Uh, six and four record that they six have and now. Four, yep. a, a lot of that was down to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes. Um, and the defense. And the defense. Yep. So the fact that they're in the playoff, uh, run they could potentially make the playoffs you know that adds to the fact that you know if he's not playing well they might just bench him and try and get the win anyway well who are you more likely to win with ryan fitzpatrick or tua well so far fitzpatrick has more wins right i know there's obviously played more games yeah. but you know yeah fitzpatrick has had more success they're very different quarterbacks um but on the small sample size i will say that from what i've seen of tua um He's a good quarterback with a definite ability to be an NFL franchise quarterback. Yes, I like to. I'm excited to see what he does next year. But yeah, you know, he's not. Year, he's not this is a lot. Herbert's year. Herbert's the best rookie quarterback. Well, yeah, we we, we were going to go on and talk about Herbert it's and, not even and close, Burrow. Right? It's Burrow. Not a, Burrow's number two. Um, I mean, if he didn't get injured, he'd be he'd be number two or one even. Like he has, he. Uh, I, I don't I think, think so. That I don't think so. Herbert has put way more statistics yeah, up. Yeah. Um, something's wrong with those Bengals. That's just a broken team. But I, I put Burrow two, and then obviously two or three. Yeah, Burrow's played, you know, well. Uh, he he did have some, you know, great statistical success. Um, he's got that running ability. Well, neither neither is winning games. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, which is important. But Herbert has also just looked better. Yeah, the the eye test says that Herbert is beyond other players. Like his arm is beyond other yeah. players. And it's scary to think that you know he wasn't even supposed to be the quarterback this year. And then he shaved his head to look like a fucking doofus. But maintained his power, yeah. unlike uh, Sam. Uh, Honestly, uh, uh, I thought a he was twelve-year-old. I thought he was done when he shaved his head. I was like, this guy's done. He cut his hair. That's it. It's over. But he's still doing well. He's still the one thing I will say about Burrow is that he has been pounded yes. to within an inch of his life every game. Yes. People are that saying that Bengals line gives him nothing. People are saying that he should sit out 2021. There's talk that yeah. he should sit out 2021 
as the Bengals build an offensive line yeah. and play. He's not gonna. That's not the way a person does it. Well, it depends on the length of his. Everyone says his knee is destroyed. Yeah, he could like based on when it happened. It's possible that he won't even be ready by this time next year. Yeah. yeah. So. So he should just sit out, right? He, he might sit out twenty twenty one as they build the team around him. But like, just another lost year for the Bengals is just like, it's just fucking. And wow. the second, like the biggest year of Mixon's contract, it's it's grim. It's, it's, it's yeah. just another grim year yeah. for a team that does not have an indoor practice facility. Yeah. <laughs> a franchise that really is, just... dude. Honestly. How do you not have an indoor practice facility in it's a insane. place that it snows like fucking yeah. all the time? So I would say, yeah, quarterbacks, you've got Herbert it's Burrow to a... Yeah. yeah. So let's move on then. Yeah. Let, let's yeah. go on to the, so the running more backs? interesting. Yeah. I think running backs is, is really where the, the real interesting conversation yeah. really comes into play. Um, if you just look at the entire league's running back rankings, ladies and gentlemen, as of the time of this recording... We have in first spot, we have Dalvin Cook. Second spot, we have Alvin Kamara. Third is Derrick Henry. And then fourth and fifth, we have two rookies. We got Antonio Gibson for the Washington team. And then James Robinson for those Jacksonville Jaguars. Two rookies, ladies and gentlemen, in the fourth and fifth spot. Obviously, Gibson has the extra game. So number one, Robinson, for sure. He's not even close. He's a good little running back. Um, he, he's a good player. And he, he surprised the entire league. And he's a good player. No one, the, wasn't he like undrafted or something insane like that? Yeah, and what's different between him and Kamara? Nothing. Like, Kamara came out of nowhere too. Like, like running backs come out of nowhere. Kamara, like, I think, was fourth Third round. or fourth round. Yeah. That's not, that's coming out of nowhere. But that's Gibson. Nowhere. Gibson yeah. was third round. Gibson is a third rounder as well. Yeah. I put Gibson at second. Robinson's first for sure. Robinson's a good running back. Yeah. He's and a, he's, he's a good running back. He's obviously been used he way more. He's been used way more. He's been used year. a lot, but he's a he's a good little running back. Okay, uh, you put let's see. And then Hold I put on. Gibson second, and then third. I, I'll put Clyde Edwards-Alaire third, but it's it's hard to rate him because like that team can have him or not have him, and it doesn't fucking matter. What what? Why do you say James Robinson's a good running back? Uh, he's he's a three down back, which like he catches the ball well. Like he is not like a like but Taylor what, what, has not really evolved into a true three down back. Okay, but I'm saying James Robinson, he's a three down back. Yeah. He gets all the opportunities. But if you put any of these running backs in that same position, I think they could get the same production. Which ones? The ro- the rookies you're talking about? Yeah, not about not rookies. the rookies. I I know we're talking about the rookies, but like when you when you're talking about James Robinson. He's been like thrust into the yeah, perfect. The yeah, and he's the done well. perfect. Yeah, he's done a well. lot of players get thrust into there and they do nothing. That's like, true. Like he's lived. He he has risen to the occasion. Yeah, yeah. fair and, enough. And he's yeah, yeah. shown a lot of talent for a guy that had no expectations yeah. around him whatsoever. I, I think he's and I think he is talented. Like watching him run, he's a good runner. So like, where where would you take him next year then, John? He's probably gonna go. I'm gonna say mid to late second. Based on his uh, what he's done this year, now I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, based on this year, we can only base it Obviously, on the past. It depends on what the Jags do. And who's like, gonna and gonna... who's gonna pick him? Who? What? Yeah. What, what, what? Was I think quarterbacks are gonna go a lot sooner this next year. Yeah. Uh, that's one of my biggest regrets actually, and that. But uh, he'll go late second round in our league. Yeah. Third, 
I mean, it, it's Hilaire for me, I guess. Yeah, Clyde was Hilaire, okay. But they, the team can live without him or not. They don't need him. Yeah, I mean, they won a Super Bowl without him. Yeah, and he's he's a nice piece. But he's quick. I, I do enjoy watching him play. Mm. He, he's got some cool moves that he does to avoid contact yeah. or, or, you know, break a tackle. He's fun. Um, I don't think he's, like, a dominant player. He's yeah. just another fun piece in that amazing offense. Yeah. Um, so, but he's been good to watch. I, I guess I'll put Taylor, like, honorable mention, but, like, he, he's been a bit fucking hot and cold, really. And I th- okay, that Taylor obviously a lot of you know hype with him coming out of college. The one player that we've missed that I think honestly needs the mention though is DeAndre Swift. Yeah, but he's he's also been in and out of the lineup. Yeah, he's uh, throughout the entire year. But yeah. if you look of late, he's he been getting a lot more usage. In didn't the past play few today weeks. though. I think he's, he got injured. He got injured. Yeah. yeah, he got injured. But of late though, he's been playing a lot more and he's looked good when he got the ball. There was no reason why he shouldn't have been the starter from day one. Besides the fact that Matt Patricia is an idiot. Yes, I 100 um, So like, yeah, he should have. He should be up there with those guys, but you can't put him up there because he hasn't done it. Like Robinson's done it. Gibson's done it. Gibson's a hell of a pass catcher. Hell of a pass catcher out the backfield. And if they didn't have McKissick, he'd be absolutely. They're, and like good. you know, next year they're going to get rid of McKissick and they're going to be just. He's a three down back next year. Because they know Gibson used to play wide receiver. Yeah, Gibson's going to be. A good pick next year. Yeah. Um, Where do you think he's going to go, John? Same spot, middle of the second. I would take Gibson over Robinson any day. Yeah, middle of the second. Like, wherever that sort of turn uh, the Ecklers and the Drakes went this year, that's where he'll go next year. Yeah, I'm excited for, for Gibson, honestly. I like that kid. Yeah. He looks I tried good. to get yeah, him this very, year. very, good. was gutted when I couldn't get him this year in the draft. <laughs> All right, then let's move on to our final rookie category. It is, of course, wide receiver. Tight end. Oh, no, wait, sorry. Tight end <laughs> is a useless position and should be uh, yeeted out of the, uh, the fantasy football suite. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, no, we won't see anything. No, tight end is staying in the league. Tight end is staying in the league. So yeah. don't say we'll see. Don't. No, I'm saying we'll see because no of, one's okay. going to give in to the yeah. Doc's nonsense talk. Well, that's another episode, sir. But I think we all know that the Doc's going to point or two when it comes to tight end. But let's move on to wide receiver. The number one wide receiver is, of course, Justin, Justin Jefferson. And he's definitely a top wide receiver, rookie wide receiver at least so far. He's looked awesome. Now, who's yeah. looking good and in the second spot? Well, I like C.D. Lamb. Yeah, C.D. Lamb, uh, C.D. Lamb and I think T. Higgins. I, I, I maybe put T. Higgins at two, just because he's clearly, well, this was before Burrow's injury. Yeah. He's clearly become, like, he's become a main target for Burrow. I don't know what he's going to do the rest of the year, um, whereas CeeDee Lamb's probably going to be pretty consistent. Yeah. But Higgins was going off week after week. Production-wise, I will say, we said, I think, in week four that Chase Claypool had this crazy, huge blowout game and he won't do anything again. But he's, he's been pretty good, yeah. He's continued to like be pretty productive. Yeah. Well, Chase Claypool. Where, where is old he, Chase? He's right there. He's oh, right below Mike Evans yeah. and Tyler Boyd. So he's probably about wide receiver 15. Yeah. He's done very, very well. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. And you yeah. know, he didn't really get many passes the first couple of weeks either. Yeah. And, and that, that's terrifying. The the one guy that I would say that has been a disappointment is Jerry Judy. Yes. Jerry yeah, Judy agree. Jerry Judy has was coming out of the draft and going to the Broncos with Sutton and Jerry Judy on the other side. 
possibly like one of the highest hyped ones. Hyped ones. Well, the yeah. whole team was hyped. The whole yeah. team. Yeah. And yes. with Drew Locke, like it's like he's obviously had a lot of injuries. The Broncos' offense has just been a bit of a shit show altogether. Wasn't Judy the second wide receiver taken after Rugs? Am I, mis- uh, am I mistaken there? I think, I think Lamb was the second. Oh. And Judy was the third. Maybe the other way around. Yeah, they were yeah, close. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there was a lot of hype between uh, amongst Jerry Judy. Yeah. And, and, yeah. But it is a strange year because rookie wide receivers have been tearing it up. Yeah. Well, Even people like Jalen Rager who were hurt for yeah. a, a good spell there. He's now Mims. come on and he's, yeah. he's, he's catching a lot of passes. Ayukin. Ayukin. Ayuk is... Kind of a bit of like the dark horse of this group. Like he probably number the he's probably number five of these yeah. guys. Where he he hasn't played the whole season, but his production is insane yeah. when he plays. Yeah, ten touches when he plays. I like I like the way he plays too. Yeah. You know, he's he he is kind of like that open field runner when he gets the ball and he just runs hard. Him he's and Debo like Samuel, they they've built their wide receiver core of their wide receivers and running backs. Yes. Like they've built, a, they've built a very. I I don't really. It's a new style of offense that we haven't really seen before. Yeah. To be quite honest. And you see a lot. You'll see a lot of like jet motion sweeps and runs from those. Uh, I'm excited receivers. for next year. Yeah. For the 49ers because that offense, it's gonna come back with Kittle, and those two like really rugged wide receivers. It's a, a new thing. It's a whole new style of offense. With, that hasn't really been tried in yet in the NFL. Shanahan has a plan, and he has a, he definitely has a gift like of scheming the offense how he wants it to go. Oh, some of the plays that he draws up are just it's are fun to watch, and they've just, just been insane. completely decimated, like, decimated, decimated by injuries. Yeah. And they still at every position, not even just like defense or offense, every position. And they're still fighting them. And yeah, they're yeah, still yeah. playing hard. That's what shows like if you've got if you're well coached. You're gonna play hard. You're gonna, you're gonna play, play hard. hard every week, even without no matter, no your, matter what. your first. Even if you got yeah, Nick yeah. Mullins in, you're gonna play hard. Yeah, and try oh to God. win. Very nice. Okay, let's move on to the most important position in fantasy football: tight end. No, uh, there are no there rookies. Are no rookies, rookies tight end. Oh wait, wait, what are you talking about? This is such an important position that we need to have every year. But it's a known <laughs> thing that rookie tight ends are never yeah. productive. Or all tight ends are, are never productive, apart from like two. Plenty of them are productive. Yeah. Plenty of them, like... like John O. Smith has been productive. Oh, yeah, that high draft pick in the 14th round. Well, that's where you got to get your tight end. You don't get your... If you get an early tight end, you're making a mockery of yourself. Sounds like a position that we should keep around for To the be fair, end. there's been a few tight ends that have been taken in the early rounds that have maintained their value. Um, oh, yeah, Kelsey is always going to be there. Kelsey, Waller, Hawkinson, Andrews. Andrews definitely did. And yeah. so did Kelsey. Henry was kind of taken up there. Well, Hawkinson was not taken early. Um, Hun- Henry was taken Schultz. early. Schultz? Well, no. Schultz, I'm pretty sure Schultz was taken pretty high. Um, no, because there was another guy. Yeah. Uh, Gronkowski. Jimmy Graham, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the position is a mess. I know you guys want to keep it around. Yeah. Honestly, I, a part of me understands why, but a massive part of me just thinks we could just make this a whole lot easier. No. If I'll we never just make con- it a flex I'll, position. I'll yeah. never concede I don't to, want the... Dude, op- there can't be four or five yeah, flex wide receiver. Yeah, What's yeah, the yeah, point? Yeah. No, it's just, I'm just saying tight end is just another receiver. Yeah, but what's the like? That's I don't want the opportunity to have another receiver. Yeah, like add another Marvin Jones into my team. No, 
Would you rather have a Jimmy Graham? Yes. Yeah. Well, at least that adds a bit of like. A bit of what? It gives Suspense. you a bit of structure. <laughs> it gives you a bit of like structure into one position. It, we can't have we can't have three or four flex positions. Yeah. It, 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 you just can't. Yeah. It's too many. Then eventually, who are we playing? What positions are we playing? I'll just play four random wide receivers. Can we just flex everybody? What's the point? Yeah, let's flex the quarterback. Let's flex the running backs. What is the point of a tight end? Well, what's the point of any of this? What's the point of that? What, in fantasy or in the NFL? No, in NFL, I get it. Yeah. Because most teams, honestly, do not play a tight end. Uh, Not in the, in the traditional sense of them lining up on the edge of the thing and then them going down the field. That doesn't really happen that much. A it lot, does. It happens occasionally. Yeah. But most tight ends, like if you look at the way Gesicki is used or Waller is used, they, they line up as a receiver. That's two teams. No, not just two teams, though. A lot Jimmy of team, Graham, a, he lines up outside. Uh, Jimmy the Graham plays about three plays in an entire game. <laughs> also, and therefore, he must be played in right. fantasy. Kittle, <laughs> Kittle, Kelsey, big blockers. They block. Yeah. They get Gronkowski. in there Gronkowski. Gronkowski is, is in every play because and he's like a blocker. And like Waller blocks. Yes. Like Waller blocks for Jacobs. Like sure. This is part of the, their game. The, the reason is that they are not always even in the passing scheme. Right, so we're talking about and Andrews also blocks three or four guys in the entire league. No, every tight end is like that, but every tight end's like that. Are they though? They'll split tight ends out, or the like, depending on the offense. You have to decide if you want to pick a tight end early. That is a decision. Like Kelsey has been tearing it up this year. Yes, he's better than most wide receivers. Yes, he's way better. Yes, Miles. Yes, if you want to pick Kelsey, or Kittle, or Waller. You use that draft capital. It's like about draft capital. Because like if you if you don't, you don't have to. And you can get away with it. Yeah. And that's why it should be that's why it's great. yeeted out of the That's lake. why it's great. Because it's like it's a thing where you don't really have to it's one of the only positions we have left where you can still uncover a good draft pick, I think. Yeah. I just think it should be yeeted. But anyway, that's because I did thing. get of the top Eight tight ends, I did draft two of them. Yeah, so you would be saying this. But it's not that hard to see. It, it obviously gives see. you an advantage if you do find the gold mine. You have to find that gold mine and grab them. But it's just luck. And then get rid of them. It's just luck. <laughs> and then you trade them off. Anyway, whatever. We, we can agree to disagree on this. Weatherman, are you ready for your weather report, sir? Indeed I am. Indeed I am. Come on up to the, uh, the old studio, Mike. We've honestly missed this. I don't know why you haven't been coming in. Well, it has, been... it, has, it has been a long time, but to be honest, there's been no weather for the last six months. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. It's been a complete absence. Of weather. Of weather. But it might, it might, it might, um, it might liven your spirits to hear that, that winter is coming. And from the end of the week, there will be heavy snowfall. And by next week, we'll be three foot under with snow. Wow, even in South Africa? In South Africa, especially. Especially in the Drakensberg Mountains. You hear that, Nico? Drakensberg Mountains. Place for skiing. And, and for Nico. <laughs> I guess. Nico should um, get, get into the mountains and build an igloo. Or come back to Korea. One or the other. <laughs> We've met some Eskimos. Um, On this episode. And <laughs> it seems like you've missed the boat, Niku, because if you'd been here last week, 
this Eskimo lady was um she was ready looking, to go. She was she was as slippery as a seal. But now she's a man. Thanks to Big Ben. Big Ben. Anyway, but that's Jesus all I've got to say. Uh, there's been a, girth, a dearth of weather, and now winter is coming. All right, well, thanks for that weather. I mean, I guess we are going to prepare for the winter weather then. Yeah, it seems indeed, like it's getting indeed. real bad. Um, anything you want to say, Andrew? Hootie hoo! <laughs> Jesus. That's why he sometimes is put in the corner. And they I say know, nobody I puts know. baby in the corner, but... We put this Somebody's motherfucker in the corner. <laughs> John, it's been a pleasure as always. Thank yeah, you for joining it's us. It's been a while episode. since we've done one. And, and we uh, apologize for that, ladies and gentlemen. There were some technical difficulties last week because uh, you know how it is. You know, we're getting towards the end of the season. And sound guy Keith went on another meth binge. We had to track him down somewhere. It takes time. That kid has got gets, some legs on him, dude. Holy shit. Honestly, he gets up in the hills and we gotta like we gotta wait till he gets hungry. He's like a mountain goat. Yeah. He can just like scale mountains. It's amazing. And we gotta wait until you know he comes down on a on a cold night looking for shelter. Then we trap him and we put him back under the stairs with a net. We use a net, ladies and gentlemen, in case you were curious. And uh, yeah, well, keep on going deep. Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson!